how do you theme a Rube Goldberg machine? Like, what do you mean? They just give you what the task is going to be. And then sometimes you can think of a theme that might reasonably make sense with that task. Like with North Pole, the task was to water a plant. So we're like, uh, okay, we can like have a cloud, water a plant or something. Um, I forget what the task was for Lord of the Rains here. I remember. I or remember. Destroy the one ring. No, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was pop a balloon. <laughs> And so we had a balloons, a bunch of balloons that we painted like the eye of Sauron. And then the <laughs> tower had like sharp, like, you know, those box cutter like mm-hmm. blades. And then the balloon would get tilted up and poured into the tower, which was filled with, uh, you know, it was baking soda. And uh, so it kind of like, yeah, so it would a little bit and then pop against the sides. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember having a lot of fun with that one. I made everyone either buy a lab coat or a orange jumpsuit mm-hmm. for our presentation. And that was really fun. That was pretty iconic. So that's how I know Allison, who's our guest this week on Red Taylor's version. Let's start Whoa. the episode. <laughs> Click. <laughs> remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. 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 Why don't you come over and talk about it? Yeah, thank uh, you for having me. This is cool. exciting. Yeah, <laughs> thanks so much for coming hey, on the Hey, that's enough. Uh, welcome to I've Been to listen to that <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I usually we usually easy into that. We like right. Um, but yeah. uh, welcome to I've been meaning to listen to that the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use that as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson, and I'm Michael Limitado. And today we have our special guest, Allison Mink. You want to? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's very strictly regimented, like right. what we yeah. do on this show. Like I see that now. Hi, Allison. Hi. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Like. Uh, uh, so yeah, let, let's just get straight into it because there's so much to talk about. This is a big album. Oh my gosh, it's very so much. long. <laughs> um, I, I, I cut, I, I cut it down. I like I, my version. Like I have like a, I made a playlist on my Apple Music of like Taylor's version, Andrew's version, where I like cut it down to a sequencing I like and stuff like that, which which we might talk about a little later. Um, but like before we get into that, like Allison, um, what is your history? What is your experience? with taylor swift as an artist great question so i definitely i feel like struggled with the thing that most female fans of taylor swift struggle with and that for a long time i was too (laughs) um imprisoned by my own internalized misogyny that i was Mm -hmm. like taylor swift like ew like no i don't like Mm her um and definitely was in that moment of my life when red first came out but have since come out of that and have come to very much appreciate her and very much now a swifty I will buy all of her merch. I will go to all of her. Like, I will give her all of my money. Wow. She is my favorite Capitalist. artist. Like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to buy the fuck the patriarchy keychain? <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe not that. Yeah. That <laughs> that's feels a little bit too, like the vibes of the fuck the patriarchy keychain are the son me, if that makes sense. Like the vibes <laughs> are the same for those two things. Wait, she has or like, fuck the patriarchy merch? It's like yeah, a keychain. Yeah, she actually released a keychain. So <laughs> oh no. She yeah. literally released a keychain for it. She should it. tell yeah. the fuck the patriarchy dildo. There you <laughs> go. Just throwing that out there. What's it like, Kara Delevingne or whatever? Like having that. Oh boy. She has all too well tissues, which honestly it's a good she idea. Does. Wait, some so, tissues. so like the box has like all too well on it? Like, it's like little it's packets. Just a little it packet, looks like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm like email me, Taylor. I have more ideas. All poo well toilet paper. Oh my god. <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> I think she'll like that. I think she'll appreciate that. Marketing <laughs> master. Wait, I have another one. All too well poopery. Oh my and god. You just spray it on the You're onto something. You shouldn't be giving these away for free, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. save these. This, this episode's gonna, this <laughs> gonna be behind a paywall. Uh, but yeah, exactly. All too well gum so by the way like um i'm just gonna like push aside my like casey musgrave like rollers and stuff but like <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I hate I hate country artists merch for things that they don't <laughs> that that are not country music. But okay, okay, so like you, you you're a big fan. Like what what was that shift from being like a kind of like a little like ashamed of it to like being like full fledged? It definitely happened too late. <laughs> like I would say, even within the last like five years, is when I finally decided that I liked her, um, and it was when Lover came out mm. and. Kind of simultaneously, a great album. It came out, and then she did Miss Americana. Third favorite on of hers. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> it's a great album. It's just a fun, like, happy time. It's very different from this one. <laughs> um, but Miss Americana came out, and I watched that on Netflix, and was like, okay, so she's like a genuinely cool person. Yeah. And then the Reputation Stadium what part, tour. What part told you that she was cool when she had the wine glass <laughs> and she said, fuck the patriarchy? Was that <laughs> to, 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 the, really to the revolution. To the revolution. Was that when she was like full on like manhandling that glass? <laughs> I love when she holds a wine glass like <laughs> yeah. this. Whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that tweet. Girl, that wine ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you you watch the, you, you listen to the album, you listen yeah. to, you watch the documentary, you seem, you, she seemed like a cool person. Seems well, like a cool person. And then I watched the Reputation Stadium tour on Netflix and was completely ooh. converted and like realized how much of an entertainer she is. Oh, yeah. I've never seen her live, but that is like an iconic, like that's my comfort movie now. Oh, <laughs> I've seen it so many times. It's so good. Do you have like a favorite Taylor Swift era? Ooh, okay. I'm very partial to fo Folklore and Evermore. Yeah, sure. Those are like perfection. Excellent. And the vibes of those are very much my vibes. Like, I feel very much like cottage core, like mm -hmm. woodsy, would like to go just escape into the woods yes. and write in a little cottage covered in wisteria. Like, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's what I want from you. You want to be the mouse on like that tea box or whatever. <laughs> yes. Like the, the, bear, the, the bear. bear the bear. The bear on the bear. Time. <laughs> exactly. That's what I want to be. We, we should all say our favorite Taylor Swift era is just to kind of give context. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say, I would agree with Alice, like, because that's when I really started getting like actually sitting down and listening to her was the the newer is that like, what you like the most or are relate to the most relate. i feel like for allison mm. that's one in the same uh i feel like it, i mean it's what i like the most yeah, um yeah. just the sound of the music it's more like like i don't like reputation i don't see and we'll get into it with red but this is where she's obviously starting to shift into pop obviously and it's mm -hmm. this weird kind of <laughs> so random it's it's absolutely random <laughs> hashtag random it's yeah, random yeah. and uh but yeah so i'm a little torn on a lot of these songs because they're just like 
it's like they don't know what they want to be almost but evermore it's like she knows what she's going for yeah, yeah, yeah. it's i like i just like the folky sound of it and i feel like her voice fits really well with it too i don't know yeah, yeah. like i think like why i like evermore i think evermore is her best one my favorite one mm -hmm. um but this might red might be like second or third or something like that i really like i like i really like red um with lover evermore folklore she seems more unbothered by like the celebrity drama of it all that like distracted from how good of an artist she was in my opinion and like she's finally mm -hmm. like um even though some of the songs on lover aren't as good like aren't uh, like you know you need to calm down like me and stuff like that like are kind of like Ugh. like it other <laughs> than that like those like that's kind of like her like okay, I've settled down with, like, this guy. He's nice to me, and I don't want to, like, feed, like, the... the I don't want to feed, like, the tabloids of it all. I just want to make art. And, like, now that's, like, her working on the, these projects, too, like, it's kind of like, oh, she's, like... Now she's, like, kind of, like, entered this great artist pantheon, which I think, like, are, like, in our modern age, are, like, there's, like, five maybe great artists, like, in music right now um but yeah it's doja cat uh katie perry <laughs> that's right uh, yeah thank you Minaj. thank you Minaj's cousin's friend but the both both of the balls like they're one each they're, they're, both, they're both great artists great drummers bouncing on the drums <laughs> yes yes we love those swollen balls <laughs> swollen balls please come on our podcast yes, um but yeah so like um yeah, so that's my favorite. Also, just like think I think her songwriting on Evermore is her best she's ever mm -hmm. done. Um, but yeah, what about Michael? Like, what's your favorite era? Like, I think my favorite era is the Speak Now era. Ooh, I think that's all a fun the songs one. they're like cringy, but in a way that's like self aware to some degree. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the Speak Now song itself like is about like literally standing up at a wedding and being like, you know, at the <laughs> Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace part of the wedding, which is like hilarious. Like the concept that it even happens is hilarious that her song, like that's kind of in earnest about like interrupting the wedding. It mm -hmm. feels like messy in like a silly, fun way. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like Taylor Swift is playing with that like concept of like, oh, I'm messy. You know, here's me being messy, you know, and, and sometimes that comes across a little misogynistic, like better than revenge. Ooh. Unfortunately, a very yep. good song. Unfortunately, a very good song. But well, uh, she's you know. she's also just really into, or she was really into that like whole like stereotypical like fairy tale tropes, like standing yeah. up at a wedding, like objecting, yeah. like all that. And kind she's, of stuff, she was a little is... bit like, I'm I'm the pretty demure girl, and you're mm -hmm. the slut who's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you know, That's like fair. I am great. She likes to fuck people <laughs> mm, 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 something to think about but she's she like, fucked with the wrong person today yeah, but, yeah, but yeah also, she effed with the wrong person today she didn't swear back that like, yeah she didn't swear back oh, that. Sure. Right, like, yeah. F the patriarchy yeah so okay <laughs> so, so let's talk about like red let's talk about like what yeah. you're like 2000 the years 2012 breaking dawn is out oh my God. or whatever oh no. one of those like one of those i forgot like hunger games yeah hunger games yeah. like uh yeah. both both taylors were in their uh, pinnacle of their fame president yes. obama doing a great job oh my God. but like um what, what's doing a great job <laughs> probably i don't remember but like um uh what what is your like 
memory of this era when you were kind of back in 2012, like when this This was out. definitely peak high school angst. Um, I think Michael can agree. Totally. <laughs> to our experience oh my God, in high school. I was school. the messiest high it schooler. It was an interesting time because I distinctly remember listening to I Know You Were Trouble on the radio. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. struggling with how good of a song that is and also how much I yeah. did not want to like Taylor Swift. <laughs> mm. Mm. But... Yeah, it was also her peak preppy area era. So totally, yeah. Same for me, Adoras and it's a little bit embarrassing like, now. White yeah. shirts and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, the stripes, the yeah, yeah the Oxfords yeah. with like outfits that did not need Oxford shoes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is like kind of like I I will say like uh, red. I feel like is a, a, an ersatz like text for like a Rosetta Stone for Taylor Swift because this is like her becoming an adult like this is her becoming like the transitionary period and like this like relationship with uh whoever is like this like true turning point of just like the the fairy tale imagery kind of like falling apart a little bit and also like where like speak now and like fearless are kind of just like wouldn't it be cool if this happened to me like (laughs) this is is when she stops shaming the slut and becomes the slut (laughs) 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 i don't mean that (laughs) becoming the slut that's her new that was her like working title no but this is when she starts yeah i mean she's kind of talking about patriarchy Okay, that's it. I'm done. Now. <laughs> but yeah, isn't this when she starts like really getting into like like exploring themes of like sex and stuff and like really like kind in of a maturing. way it's kind of dipping your toes a, a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, um, what dipping about dipping your toes, little freak? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I I skip health class. I don't know what I'm talking about. But like, uh, Sean, like I was what's homeschooled, your... so neither do I. <laughs> Sean, what's your like kind of experience with like red like before uh... the reissue? I don't remember. Um, I don't recall. I, think it was, I do not recall. I, I two episodes in a row for me. Uh, I don't recall. And Andrew's going to later on say the very funny joke. I do recall. <laughs> right. Which will land really well. Uh, I think it was similar to Allison. Like, I, I basically just heard the radio hits. And I wasn't into Taylor. I didn't, like I said, I didn't get into Taylor Swift until, like, honestly, last year when we started this podcast. And, uh, but yeah, I knew the hits and I missing our Evermore episode, which is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which Evermore is, I think, her best album. It's it's very good. Yeah. Um but yeah, the 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 singles from this record don't do it for me. Um I don't like oh, I said the singles from this era are so fun. <laughs> I they, they don't really sound like the rest of the album. They're fun. But they're fun. Okay, I will give them that. Yeah. I would like if uh, it's such a weird I just think she doesn't know what she's going for yet, which is totally fine. Like that's a fine period to be in iconically is like the worst single picker ever yeah it's very really the only uh state of grace apparently was a single and i love that song Uh, i don't remember that but yeah no so i heard like we are never ever i do not recall (laughs) (laughs) uh but yes i heard the radio singles and i did not care for them and so i was like oh guess i still don't need to get into taylor swift and that's really about it yeah michael where, where where were you like i don't remember if you were a fan around this time like what, what were you up to i definitely listened to the album i this album it it, it really I, it's almost hard for me to listen to this reissuance because it feels so much like 2012 and mm. like i mm. i have kind of lived a life that you know after college i like came out i 
you know, like I've done a lot of things since high school that have made me kind of a different person, right? Like I, everything poppers, I do I now, I feel is more authentic. No, not poppers. I'm not the poppers. You kissed not, a guy. Ugh. Yeah, no, but, but I've like, you know, like my faith is more my own. Mm-hmm. My life is more my own. Like I, I you know, I, I don't live the same type of Christianity my parents do, but I still call myself a christian i you know am gay but i that's not like everything about me you know like mm-hmm. I've, I've learned so much about myself that it's hard for me to like listen even to red now because it reminds me of like oh man i felt all these feelings like then in this authentic way and it like it, it's like it's like a cringe like you know like like it's always been there in my mind and when i listen to it i'm like <gasps> Like I shiver and I'm like, I feel the need to like text people who I should never talk to and like (laughs) apologize to them. You know, like that's part of why even like Allison and I kind of reconnected on this album because I was like, this reminded me of you. You know, definitely same. (laughs) Yeah, because I remember like we would Allison and I would drive around a lot because I was I like drove people around a lot. I don't know if that was like that. I think you were the only one with the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I drove people (laughs) around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we would the two of us would like sit in parking lots all the time or like sit mm-hmm. before we dropped each other off and would just like talk about like, you know, stuff that I don't even remember now stuff, stuff that felt really important at the time, but certainly was not, you know what I mean? I mean, that's like high school in a nutshell. Right. But, uh, you know, breakups and, uh, you know, heart long, Drama. you know, I mean, the girl Literally I had a everything. crush on unreciprocatedly which mm-hmm. she probably knew mm-hmm. I was gay so <laughs> that's that's probably what was going on there so uh but you know it just reminds me of all that so that's kind of my sorry that was a very like no I love the answer to yeah yeah my red familiarity I love the singles though I remember I knew you were trouble the video of the goat neighing yes the at, screaming oh, goat yeah. 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 that is we like need a screaming goat Taylor's version <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm I'm still waiting yeah. for a thug story like uh, the, the ten minute version, yeah. well, like the Taylor like... version of that. But T Pain, wait, did you guys see on Adele's new album? She told some, somebody was like, "Have you cut the, basically like talking about all too well with Adele?" And she's like, "Actually, my song I Drink Wine was 15 minutes long, but then they made me cut it down for the album." And I'm like, "Get out of here, Adele! That can't be true." Like, like eventually Adele and Taylor Swift are just gonna release like. Uh, Taylor's like, well, I actually have an hour long version of All Too Well, but I had to cut it down for the for the album. And then Adele's like, oh, actually, Rolling in the Deep used to be uh, a whole day long, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, so here's my stance on the t- Taylor like ten minute version, like All Too Well, which I think is superior. First of all, we'll get to do it later. Yeah, but it like, better. Um, but the idea of, I think she did write a ten minute version when she first broke up or whatever like i think that happened i don't think it's what we i don't think it's now, i don't think it's what we got here i don't think she came no. over the fuck the patriarchy line in 2012 i don't i don't it could have happened like it's also like <laughs> olivia craighead did a piece about researching like you know fuck the patriarchy like had a spike in like 2013 or something like that just like a little <laughs> after so so mm-hmm. she either invented it or like just like <laughs> like you know well, wrote it it's later. like how message in a bottle yeah. i'm like uh, did you just steal that song from Zootopia? Like, <laughs> I told you that, Michael. I know, I know, I know. Allison texted me that, and I was wow. like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So, uh, but it literally sounds just like that Shakira song. That's Zootopia what we were vibes. About. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, uh, I love it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try everything, Taylor Swift. Try everything. So, so yeah, like with me, uh, Red. I remember in 2012, I was in high school, 
I think. Yeah, I, I was in high school probably. And um probably. Our, probably, I don't know. <laughs> like That's um, right, stalkers who listen to the I podcast, you will never be able to lock down how old Andrew is. I, 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 I don't recall. But like, <laughs> like it's like the idea of uh I remember the discourse. I don't remember listening to I remember listening to it once all the way through this whole album. Um the main version of the album. I don't remember it that well. I do remember this discourse around it, like where people are like, "Tell us what this a country anymore." She's she's uh, masquerading as oh, a country yeah. artist. Yeah. Yeah. country artist. She's a pop artist now. He's bad. Like and like, I want to go back to like, like, and I like, I think I was saying that too, or something like that. And I had no real context for music. And I just want to go back in time and like smack the shit out of that kid. It's <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, but it's like, it's I. I didn't understand like, oh, she's evolving. She's growing up. And like, you know, you want to like, if she was kind of like singing about fairy tales and country stuff, like now it'd be straight. Like, I, I guess she is like doing a reissue, but like do like still doing the same thing as she was mm. like, as a teenager. That'd be strange and bad. Like yeah. I like that. Yeah. She's kind of it, artists evolve and that's what makes their art good. Also, if we went back in time and smacked, smacked ourselves as often as we say that on our podcast, we would have like all these like traumatic stories of like getting hit, hit by a random guy, like every like two months. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> but like, it's like, um, yeah. So like, I remember that. I remember that kind of like, um, but I think the reissues have been great for me personally because uh, one, like it's been a great way to like revisit this album and go like, wow, this is actually really quality. But two, I think this th I was not expecting to like this reissue that much because the Fearless reissue was basically just Fearless and then like a few bonus tracks and like, hey, listen to this if you want. Mm -hmm. um, no, with this one, it feels like... Uh, a for a more three-dimensional landscape a more like a world you could live in where she's like looking back but also respecting respecting the main album as its own thing but then like the new songs like feel like she wrote a lot of these like or just like took some of the ideas from like the red era that she didn't use and like wrote new songs based off of it uh, i don't mm -hmm. know how much like it's not that interesting to me ultimately the music is good um so, yeah. well, also like too, I don't know, this just came up for me now, but like Allison earlier, you mentioned like when Andrew asked you when you got into Taylor Swift and you were like, oh, I think like a little too late. Like, I don't know. I feel like in Taylor Swift's career, especially now that she's like reissuing these records, it's almost like late is almost better than earlier with especially with these new records, because it's like you're getting into this era when she's like putting out new music how she wants it to be so it's almost like a great time to explore it and like get the full meaning from it and stuff i don't know if that makes sense but i i like how this isn't just a nostalgia project this isn't just like hey remember this remember how you felt when you were like you know in 2012 or whatever like right. it's not just that it's looking forward to the future and looking back and going like this is kind of like the thing i love about this album like this reissue is it's kind of um there's a tweet so that someone said about like that moment like being a woman is basically looking back and going oh that was abuse <laughs> like kind of like mm -hmm. oh that was like yeah. really mm -hmm. shit like and then mm -hmm. like in the like this is her looking back at this era of her life and going whoa 
this person really mistreated me. This person, maybe not as far as abuse or whatever, but like th this person, like really, like this was a really traumatizing time. And this is a really, um, mm -hmm. I was mistreated in a really bad way. I like that. It's like, Andrew, yeah. you said this on the fearless episode, but she looks back on herself with a lot of compassion. Like, I feel like she, she does. doesn't look back and go like, Ooh, don't like that. <laughs> like, Ooh, this is a bad, like, no. like, I feel she like cringe. She doesn't cringe. She accepts it. And she's like, this was maybe cringy, but uh, it, it was how I felt at the time. Like, mm -hmm. I think if she was a different artist or like a cornier, worse person, like 22, she'd be like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like 32. Like, like she'd do that. <laughs> you know so what bad. I mean? You know what I mean? Like she'd do like bad, bad things like that. You know, mm -hmm. I did something bad, but why does it feel so good? So good. You know? <laughs> and uh, I just think the fact that she can look back and go this this song is corny. This song is kind of bad, maybe. Uh, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is like, this it's... is like the in-between of, I need to make this album to be the great artist I am now, basically. It's really, like, it's really respectable. Like, it makes me really, like, I like her for that. I don't yeah, know. It's very agreed. charming. And I'm like, why can't I do that? Like, I see an old Facebook pop-up from 10 years ago, and I have to, I have to delete it. I'm like, no one's going to see this. But I got to delete it. I, I, got, I, I, got, I, yeah. I, I go through the Sean Wilkinson Facebook archives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had something pop up that I posted in 2013 that was like, I told one of my friends she drew her eyebrows on too high. She looked surprised. And I was like, <laughs> wow, what is That's this? Classic 2013 what humor right there. <laughs> So I, I rewrote it and posted it again. Michael's version. <laughs> oh my gosh. It feels like a three-dimensional piece. Uh, let's get into themes of this record a little bit. Yeah. Um, Can we do that? Yeah. Right after this break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Click. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to I've been meaning to listen to that. Uh, yeah, this is our uh, this is uh, our red episode, Taylor's version episode. Uh, so let's get into uh, themes of this record. Like, what do you feel like this album's about? Jake yep. Gyllenhaal. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. For us people on TikTok, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, gynecologist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's my question. Like, do you think it's better or worse that we know it's Jake Gyllenhaal? The deep worse. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm thinking about Mysterio it now. Like, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> with songwriting i feel like it's very tough and she doesn't obviously name him by name but it's also like it's weird because specificity in songs i really like um just because i think it makes it more personable but also like the broadness of the songs makes it more relatable so it's like her not knowing about jake gyllenhaal almost makes the song like more relatable but then once you find out it's him it's like oh the song is about dating a celebrity yeah. like two millionaires right. dating he has a millionaire <laughs> million dollar, million dollar couch, couch like and stuff like that and just <laughs> organic like, shoes. i don't know like i'm i'm very mixed on it because it, it could be positive to like expose him a little bit like air him out a little bit and so like this is a this could be a pattern this could be like a little like she i don't think she's saying i don't think she's saying anything that like you know that like she wouldn't want people to know like i don't think like sure. like it's very funny because evermore was her go evermore folklore was her going like okay no more celebrity tabloid stuff like i'm done like this mm -hmm. is not good for me this is not good for my health and then she like with this is like one last ride <laughs> you know just like i gotta I, 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 I gotta get a few jabs into jake gyllenhaal and stuff like that uh like i feel like a big one is Obviously, like growing up, like we've said, but also I feel like 
specifically from her perspective, like growing up as a woman who is famous, like growing up yeah. into womanhood and then out of fame and her fear of that arc and the like inevitability of that someday, like people might not care about her because she is like going to become a woman in her like mid to late thirties mm-hmm. pretty soon. Oh, like yeah. That's terrifying as a woman in Hollywood, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a big one, especially with the new vault tracks. That's like mm-hmm. a huge yeah. thing she talks about. Yeah. Namely, and nothing new. Oh but. god, <laughs> oh, okay. they sound so good together. Like too, yeah, like Phoebe on a so track. Yeah. I'm in. It's it's a little. Bit, it's like bathing people into <laughs> like liking the song. It works. You know what I mean? It works. Like, yeah. No, I know it is. But. Obviously, that's a very big problem in music, film industry. Like. Yeah, women reach a that certain age, old. and they yeah people go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to fix that. They went that to the somehow. beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop visiting the beach. There's something wrong with that yeah. beach. Yeah, which is something Taylor Swift talks about a lot because she has all these new eras and has had to do that to stay relevant and like not right, be. Yeah. Whereas Ed Sheeran <laughs> has been in the same era his whole career. His whole career. So <laughs> that redhead really it, knows his st- his lane, <laughs> and he stays in that yeah, lane. <laughs> Little redhead alcoholic folk boy. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, like, uh, but this yeah. is that Ed Sheeran hate podcast, by the way. You know, you know what? <laughs> I don't hate his song. I don't hate his song on this album, oh. like the no, like, yeah. 14th track or whatever. I like yeah, everything a great has song. changed a lot. Everything has changed. Is really, it's he's just in the background. He's like, yeah. Fantano had a funny joke where he's, you know, like, um, the idea that he says of the bidding, he has to recreate the ad lib. Like, are we good to go? Like, he he recreates it. So it's he thought it was funny that like some say Ed Sheeran's still in that room, <laughs> wondering if he's good to go because <laughs> he's been trapped in that vault forever. <laughs> <Jesus>. Good. <laughs> um, Have you guys seen Broad City? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's an episode where Amy Sedaris is like a real estate agent and she's showing, <laughs> uh, showing them this apartment. And she's like, yeah, somebody died in here. And they're like, what? Somebody died here? And they're like, yeah, the walls are so thick that they couldn't even hear her crying for help. <laughs> and that, like, that's why she died. And then she's like, look. And then she starts pouting while she's like, somebody help me! <laughs> I mean, we, it's, it's like all about like being gaslit growing up and like early love. Like we kind of have covered all of it. I think. Yeah. Falling so, out of love. And some of it is really cutesy. Like I still want to emulate the feelings that some of this album has like stay, stay, stay is so sweet. Like the concept of it is so sweet. Like, uh, you know, mm. you, you can fight and it can be like cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone fine. fights and you just have to learn how to like, deal with it which i think is such a mature way to approach that i mean it's dealt with it like a childish way almost so cute because she's so young Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. you know as i've grown older stay 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 i'm like oh i i still want to emulate that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's how i felt about like like state of grace too it's like it the Mm -hmm. album starts off like those loud drums like it feels like falling in love you know and it's like oh i want to feel this again like i mean i'm still in love but like (laughs) (laughs) wait wait Uh, wait wait. i will say like stay 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 is like probably the one moment i could sense a teeny bit of like taylor going like oh god i have to record re-record that (laughs) all right take 10 (laughs) so far just like (laughs) (laughs) deep breath okay (laughs) 
Uh, very cute. I very hate, cute. I like it a lot. <laughs> I hate re-recording ad libs. I think it's it makes me like <laughs> listening to the re-recorded ad libs. I'll be honest. I started the the Ed Sheeran song where he's like, "Are we ready?" I started that. I heard that. Did not listen to the song. What? Wow. Stop. You talk. I, also, didn't I didn't listen. Song? I didn't listen to the really? Ed Sheeran song. I like it. I don't like Ed Sheeran. Okay. The the new Ed Sheeran song is bad. I, I like the. It, <laughs> I don't remember okay, well. it that much. Um, I like. By the way, like we we like set this up in less than a week, like this record thing. So like we mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to like really really delve into the whole world. But oh, right. with a week, even if we listened to this twenty four seven, we'd only be able to listen to them like three times. So. <laughs> hey, I listen to it like every like, day. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that it like kind of makes you do a little more work than a usual yeah. album, though. I like that. It's just like yeah. it's just like fifty minutes. Okay, throw the, throw the trash. Like it kind of makes you live it a little and i like the circular arc with it it's just like starting from state of grace to like uh begin again like or whatever it's called um mm-hmm. just like oh let me try new love again that'd be cool so like my theme mm-hmm. i thought of like i'm a little bit proud of is the idea of it's like it's like losing and regaining your religion a little not not like literal religion but like the religion of like um you know falling in love and like being in a new relationship a little bit of because she she uses a lot of religious imagery in this, like state of grace and, you know, uh, that Ed Sheeran song sounds like a worship song a little bit. Um, the um, sacred prayer and all too well. Time holy, holy ground. Yeah. All that stuff. It's kind of like, um, cause I think that was, she had that like context of her life, but like she was, grew up Christian and stuff like that. So that's probably like the context she was coming at it from a little bit. And then it's like kind of her, losing her religion a little bit with like you know all too well and stuff like that and having her heart broken with like this guy who she thought was this dream but turned out to be like turned out to be not a good fit and like not a great you know person for her and stuff like that i want to be careful about like slander and stuff but like um and uh yeah it's just like and then it's like her like nothing new like beginning what's it called that song uh stay 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 is actually like she said that that song's made up like that's not a real relationship that i went through it's like kind of like a made up ideal that i made up and i like that mm-hmm. in that made up ideal she says like we fight too like it's fine <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i i really value how like brave she is to like try again and again and like especially in the public eye like i would like be so, like that's really be- valuable and really brave. So I like that a lot. Yeah, that's like something I've always thought about Taylor Swift. Like, sure, she's dated a lot of people, but that kind of just means she knows her standards and she like sticks to them. She's like, listen, yeah. dude, I'm Taylor Swift. I can have anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, who literally who fucking cares if you date a lot of people? Oh, like, that right. always pisses yeah. me off. Like, you know who else has dated a lot of people? Weirdly, like me. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everyone, everyone else. Everyone. Yeah. yeah, everyone. Right. I, I, like I've, you know, I've, I don't feel like I've dated that many people, but I've dated like you know five or six people. But it's like, that's a lot of people. Like no, if people it, were like constantly matter. seeing my life, they would also see me like being kind of desperate for some people. And like you know, if you saw me every day, you know, you'd be like, Michael was like a little bit too much for that person. And it's like. Who cares? Like, leave me alone. Well, like, it's, I'm if, figuring it out. You know, it's yeah. like if you're trying, if if the people that are bringing that are trying to bring Taylor down, it's like they're just insecure about like, yeah, it could be the fact that they've dated around too and they don't know how they feel about it or like how they've learned from it or who they are still. And it's like they're just insecure and they Ooh. need it to they need to 
project onto somebody. Yeah, and why not write about what you know? Right. Like, you know. Right, yeah. Who cares? That's her life. Yeah. I, 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 th- yeah exactly. That's the thing that pisses me off the most about, like, Taylor Swift criticism. Like, there are things you can criticize Taylor Swift about, I Literally. think. But one of them mm. being, like, oh, she's dating a lot of people. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Literally. And that's something I've seen come up with this album, especially with it all too well 10-minute version. There was, like, some, I think maybe SNL, where they were, like, lesson learned if you, like, day taylor swift or whatever she'll be airing your dirty laundry 10 years later or something and it's like come on like that's not what we learned and also so many other songs do that too <laughs> like right it's it's also like a lot of misogyny like a lot of internal and external misogyny mm-hmm. like we live mm-hmm. in a patriarchal misogynist world um the other um man yeah it's just like again it's like that recreating the album faithfully with compassion and then recontextualizing it with, with age and stuff like that. And like I think that's also like what she does with Folklore and Evermore really well. Just like, it's awesome. Lovely album. I, I think it's lovely. So let's go through uh, highlights. Yeah, let's go through highlights. Um, Allison, what's the highlight for you? This re-release has made me like Red as an album because previously it wasn't one of my top albums and I would say now it is. Um, Definitely all too well time in a version. Big mm-hmm. highlight. Of course. Big fan, obviously. Very obviously. Phoebe Bridgers feature, as we've said, icon. Oh. Incredible. So good. They sound so good together. I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have thought they'd sound good together, but they do sound good well, together. Well, Phoebe does that like lower register voice very well. That's she like does. it's very devastating and it pairs well like Halloween on her album. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Phoebe gets a whole verse. Like she gets a moment Dead. on that song. Mm-hmm. And Taylor is kind of known for not giving other female features the same. Yeah. Hey, I'm sisters. <laughs> yeah. Like she's like, you guys are background vocals. She goes to be okay. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. I'll say your name in the song. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah. Especially on this song. Like it makes so much sense. Well, now, like it's sad that we didn't have this song until now, but also I'm glad that we didn't because then we wouldn't have had Phoebe on it. And this sure. is a song for Phoebe. Like, oh, absolutely. It's also like showing how like Taylor influenced Phoebe a little bit. Like you're kind of like seeing like, oh, like the songwriting, like it's it's kind of like Taylor's biggest influence is the I got this from Professor Sky. He's like a YouTuber. I really like uh, the idea of the thing, the biggest thing that Taylor Swift like influenced girls with is like the idea of like the best the coolest thing you could do is pick up a guitar and write a song yourself you know and express mm-hmm. how you feel and stuff like that that's like one of her biggest impacts and like you you're kind of seeing this new crop like you're seeing it now at age 30 of like olivia rodrigo and phoebe bridges and billy eilish and stuff like that like i think it's awesome and I, going back to the all too well like 10 minute version so I, good. I remember when when that song came out everyone was like oh 10 minutes Cool. Thanks, Taylor. No thanks. <laughs> and uh, not gonna I, listen. Yeah. yeah, I was like in that same boat, and then I like out of curiosity watched the. I was like, oh, I'll watch like the first minute of the SNL performance <laughs> to see how Taylor's it is. version, one minute version. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> and I was like, like the actual song. Like, <laughs> Sean's like, I love all two, all, all two uh, minutes. 
<laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll watch, you know, I'll just see how, like, how she sounds. And then it, like, I looked at the time clock and I was like, oh, I'm like, time clock. <laughs> or whatever the, the I, part at the bottom. Being, looked at the, the time clock and I observed that I, I'm not malfunctioning right now. Okay. Uh, but I was like, wow, I'm like almost done with this video. Like, holy shit. And she sounds, I was like, I've never heard her sound like this confident. Her vocals are so strong. She sounds amazing. The visuals are great. Her stage presence is there. I was like, I'm in. This is great. Awesome. And it's just a great, it's yeah. a great storytelling like song. It like sucks you in. It just is like relentless. Like you start listening to it and you're like, oh, you're kind of lulled into comfort because you've heard it before. Yeah. And then she hits you with that fuck the patriarchy and you're like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> and then it just mm -hmm. is like beating you with the hammer, like for the rest of the song. <laughs> it's just relentless. I like that it's more angry. It's like kind of the all too well original version is more bittersweet. Like, oh, I still mm -hmm. miss him. This is just she's just like letting herself be angry about it and like the idea of like 10 years later, like people are like, why are you bringing this up 10 years later or whatever? But it's like, she's saying like, do you, I still remember this all too well. Like basically it's incredible. And oh, I like too, that it's like, she, I feel like a lot of people when they put out like a longer version of a song, they're like, all right, let's throw on like, you know, a long guitar solo or something yeah. like that. And that yeah. can sometimes work. But Taylor was like, all right, like we're going to build up the music. We're going to make it really grand. Like, but I'm also going to write some like devastating lyrics to go along with it. It's like double trouble, baby. It's, it's not good. too much. Like, no, my favorite Lana Del Rey song is Venice Bitch, which I do do think has a little bit of like a self-grandizing like guitar. Like okay. it does too much at the end. I remember it's, you like, saying that. Bit, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I like the song a lot, but sometimes I'm like, okay mm -hmm. like it didn't have to be seven minutes long like it, it didn't have right. to be seven minutes long so the fuck the patriarchy key keychain line is really great because I, at first i was just like oh, okay she's like this is weird that she like says fuck the patriarchy and all too well like re-record and stuff like that i don't believe that she wrote it in the 2012 blah blah blah. i don't care but like the idea well, that like i'm also now like now that i know about the keychain being sold i'm like did she write this just to sell a keychain <laughs> like <laughs> But like it, it gives you a little bit of that. Yeah. He's saying she's saying he threw like these fuck the patriarchy keychains at her, like you know, to catch mm. and stuff like that. So it's like he's branding right, so himself. He made those he's brand those no, but her. like he, the thing is like he's branding himself as a feminist while yeah. like while being like a shitty partner and stuff like that. Like there's a video of like Army Hammer going like, yeah, I think the Me Too stuff is like pretty important in their culture. Like it's like people. And then he's like, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. But that's like our Me Too Hammer. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> nice one. <laughs> like it's like that's like so scary. The idea of like they're just like guys who like virtue signal in a way that like kind of like say like, hey, I'm safe, and then like right them not. not being it's like that's <laughs> yeah. so like right. i can't imagine like you know just like Awful. that level of like fear and stuff yeah. like that and so, in the short film awesome. too in that part he just like chucks the keys at the ground at her feet it's like it just hits you mm. like when he throws the keys it, like hits you like personally and you're like oh my god he just like threw them at her mm. it's like aggressive which is another highlight the short yeah. film even though it's not part of the album awesome awesome short I, film. Yeah, I like the short film i do wish that like I kind of wish she hadn't gone with celebrities, though, because, again, it's that thing of like, oh, I can only see these. I, and I know I have to like, suspend my belief a little bit. Oh, the, the two like main actors. In yeah. Dylan O'Brien okay. and Sadie Schling. 
Hawkins. But like it, 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 that story is about Sink. celebrities, so it makes sense. Like, well, fair point. Yeah. Fair I point. I, I, I don't like. I don't like at the end of the short film, like her being like Rory Gilmore and like I wrote a book called All Too Well. It's just like, like okay, <laughs> like, which is also now being sold in her store. They're selling little notebooks of that fun. book. Taylor Swift is a the capitalist. He's turning into Disney. Taylor the capitalist. Yeah, she knows how to sell merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which honestly, like, cool. Like, good for her. Oh, yeah. coin girl, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, how, how much could one keychain cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. 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 Okay. So, like, Sean, what's a highlight for you? Like, uh. Well, I talked about it earlier, but State of Grace. I feel Ooh. like I really love. She sounds so strong on it. Um, and I think, like I said, it encapsulates that feeling of falling in love very well. Like, I think the drums at the beginning or throughout the song, I guess, too, just sound so grand and exciting. And um, it's definitely like like a stadium rock song, but it's it's great. It makes me like Michael said earlier, it makes me like I'm like, oh, I want to go like I want to fall in love all over again, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't think I said that earlier. I think you said it after I said something else. Well, that idea of like I want to experience these feelings again. All I right. like treacherous too. Oof. I don't know. I like oh, I like the little like slower moment. I think it's very good. I really like the first like three songs on this record. They're um, a strong three. Yeah, it's a I strong don't like three. Red very much. I don't think that's. What? I think it's, that's her weakest really? song. Like because I feel like on the, the album, on the album, like yeah, the song Red. I feel like the songwriting is beneath her. Like her going like, love is red and things are gray. And bit, bit, bit. <laughs> That's part of it, though. She's That's discovering like, colors. <laughs> it's like the twi- on she, Twitter. She just people- got those glasses that babies can get where you see <laughs> colors and stuff. But it's like that, yeah. um, what's it called? That like on Twitter, like people reacting to a short film and going like, the the, 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 the blue is his coldness and the, the yellow is her warmth. <laughs> like, oh. That's one of the things that annoys me number one about taylor swift is that she loves a little easter egg which i find so annoying especially because everyone that consumes her stuff is like what could this mean and we're never right it's like we're never right no it's never right (laughs) it's never right and i'm like who cares shut the fuck up we'll find out in like a month anyways like i don't know i don't know i like i like uh what's called treacherous a lot that's a very cute song Mm -hmm. not cute i don't want to say cute that's like condescending but like the idea of like she wants she knows that it's not good but she you know she's letting herself like enter the situation and stuff like that and she's wondering how much autonomy does she have you know because she this is like now especially looking back like he's 30 he has this pole and stuff and it's like kind of like this weird like is this i but it's like how much autonomy do i have like and the idea of like changing slope to hope is very cool i think that's a cool line Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i will you know a song i love i love ronin that song is devastating that one's heartbreaking (laughs) i like almost can't even listen to that one it's just same it's same neuro like about maya thompson and ronin thompson like he's a four-year-old kid who had neuroblastoma uh she read his their blog about it and stuff like that she wrote a song and like you know wanted to share it and stuff like that and like her mom said like when when taylor played the song live she felt like ronan was alive for those moments and wow. like oh, that's oh. devastating oh no <laughs> and yeah, the so the, the you were my best four years oh my I god i mean that's so sad that's so that i how could i it's like it's such a 
I put it at the end of the album, like in my version, because that's just like too much, like right away. Like that's just like, like I just put it at the very end. Like it's just a beautiful. Yeah, you so want to end like, with that song? <laughs> I, like I put it towards the end. I put it like uh, I put all the sad songs together, basically. Um, okay. But like um, the <laughs> I'm gonna do sad songs twenty two, <laughs> sad song twenty two again, sad song twenty two again. Okay, the album order is chaos. That's just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. Also, it terrible. The, the line the line in this song, it's about to be Halloween. You could be anything you wanted if you were still here. Is like. Oh my god. A punch in the gut. Flowers pile up in the worst way. Like that's just like and just like she didn't have It's so visual. She didn't Mm, have to write a song. She didn't have to she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to (laughs) that's offensive. Truly, like, yeah, no, not, not like, like no one that. asked her to like. Her mom was <laughs> when I when I read the story, it was like I thought it was like I thought the story was like her mom, like it was a Make a Wish kid or something. But she just like found this and like she like wanted to pay tribute. It's so gorgeous. It's beautiful, it's, but yeah, so sad. and like the re-record the idea of like Scooter, like her mom being like disappointed with Scooter Braun being like man you took the song from me and then like taylor keep take keep taking it back is gorgeous yeah. um what's what's funny is I'm, i have the spotify open right now on my computer it has the least plays on the album because i'm sure people are not like let's let's run that one back <laughs> right, right. let's keep that let's, one let's on again. again yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um any other highlights any other highlight songs uh I love my three in a row that I really like, which you guys are going to go absolutely ballistic okay. when I say this, yeah. is uh, the lucky one, mm-hmm. Everything Ooh. Has Changed in Starlight. Oh. Oh, I nice. love Starlight. No thanks to Starlight. But... <laughs> like, oh. I like Starlight, too. I said, oh, my. Uh, it's, so, like, it's so, like, cute and romantic. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I I have, like, a, like, broken brain that, like, songs that I found romantic, like, 10 years ago i'm like this should be the first dance at my wedding (laughs) it's like when i still want to be with you when we're old like it's kind of the like message of the song but i was listening to it the other day i I was like in a emotional state and i think i was listening to this and then i was like you know what time to get real fucked up and i listened to that song and i cried while i was driving and i had to like pull over and i was like why did i do that i knew i was gonna cry (laughs) like (laughs) why did i do this to myself Oh, I was just going to say, well, that's like with the track order of this, because you're like partying out to I Know You Were Trouble and then all too well hits you. And it's like, OK, I guess I'm just going to cry for three minutes. And then it takes and you back like, out with 22. Uh-oh. Yeah, It's an interesting yeah. order. Yeah I, yeah, I had to rejigger some of the track list to make it make sense. Um, but I like uh, I like um, the, you know, all too well, her being 21 and then 22 being like, yeah. yeah. That does make it make a little more sense. And and then I almost do into We Are Never Getting Back Together. Really smart, Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. smart sequencing there. Um, I like, to Michael's point, I like like the Lucky One a lot. I think that's a really smart song. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like, it's the tale as old as time, just like fame, money, won't make you Mm -hmm. happy and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, I think there's like, when I first listened to it, it's like the song kind of the message being like, I'm not the lucky one. You're the lucky one. Forget like for not being famous and stuff like that. Like, like, okay. But then like, it's kind of like, I had to think about, think a little harder about just like, why do we value money, fame and like, you know, beauty this much? Like those aren't actual virtues, you know, those aren't actual like 
tangible virtues. Um, they kind right. of like it's very fleeting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's saying like the line about like I don't feel pretty, I just feel used is a really that's one of those damn lines that, that really hit you. Yeah. Yeah. And the the idea just like um so it's like you have to like search beyond those things to like find contentment and find happiness. And she's just that's what she's saying, I think. Yeah. Just like, man, this is this is like the people who kind of get out of it are lucky, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel totally. like that one and nothing new kind of have some similar themes in that like in nothing new, you know, talking about aging out of fame or whatever and then being replaced by a younger, prettier, whatever, more radiant person just because they're young um and in lucky one there's the lyrics like the young things line up to take your place someone else's name goes up in lights like i feel like those two are kind of connected for me well i think it's cool is that taylor swift talks so much about like aging out of fame or whatever but i think taylor swift gets more and more famous and more and more like she's won me over more than she used to and i think for a lot of people she's won them over more than she used to just by being like more authentic and more like this is hard for me. I don't want to keep doing new eras. Like I'll do what I want with music, but it's hard for me. And I feel like her music is better and better because she's not having to do like, like reputation is almost cringy because it's she's awful. like <laughs> doing like the snake era, you know, like she wiped her Instagram and did it. And it's like, what I want to see on her Instagram, I want to be able to scroll back and see her clutching a glass of wine. That's what I want to see. You know, I've seen 20,000 photos of her, that same photo hold, her holding that wine. <laughs> I want to see that wine clutch. Absolutely gripped. Zooming so, in each time at the glass of wine. Right, right. I want the bottle that she has the message in to be the wine glass, the wine <laughs> bottle that she poured out into tight glass i was gonna say should we go through low lights yeah yeah okay what do you got i i kind of want to start low lights you guys mind yeah go for it the poppier tracks on this album are kind of my low lights especially in comparison with the non-taylor version uh i I, sorry this is like my main talking point on this album i've talked to all (laughs) three of y'all about it individually but the pop songs like 22 the, the singles like even red a little bit we are never getting back together um and girl at home for some reason, which he made into like the yassified version of Girl at Home. Uh, <laughs> all sound kind of bad and like tinny. Uh, they don't have like the pop like euphoria that sure, I feel like the sure. original recordings have. I mean, Girl at Home wasn't really a pop song before. It was kind of not good before. Like, especially uh, I Knew You Were Trouble when you walked in and we we're never getting back together. Like the we eat sounds so <laughs> these are so bad. Yeah, so bad in this. And Max Martin was the original like writer and producer of these songs. Who's like the pop guy. If you know, yeah. if you like any pop music, Max Martin has done it. You know what I mean? And uh, Max Martin was not brought back for these recordings. And I feel like you can feel it like sure. not to be misogynistic, not <laughs> to fine. be like yeah, problematic, I but I think, I think he's missed from the production on these. And I think it sounds worse. Like I vastly mm. prefer the original. We are never getting back together. It loses like energy or something. It, it sounds very like the it's m- more of like, a like isolated track before it was like group vocals, I feel like. And so it was mm. more of like a mm. party vibe. And I feel like now it's just the singular. Wee. Yeah. <laughs> not the same. I, 22 and uh uh what's it called like uh i knew you were trouble the synths are feel very synthetic sound bad like it makes me really worried about 1989 pop and, pop uh, music's harder to recreate from scratch though like then just like a guitar track probably I, I don't know it's i think she should like she did with girl at girl at home do the opposite for 1989 like something is a country down. album mm. <laughs> yeah i that would be fun, be fun. that'd be different i don't know about that 
I I got a blank space baby. <laughs> All right, your name. College lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys only want love if it's torture. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. That sounds good. Like, um, don't say my horse. Say my horse didn't warn you. Those songs are still good though. Like just like as pop songs, still good. Yeah, they are. You know, but it's just like I I am missing a little bit. Like, but would they have been as iconic if these were the original versions? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Exactly. Yeah, if they if they came out today, just like blank, I don't think they would like stay, stay, stay. Like just the beginning sounds like a Chevy ad, just like a like you're on Spotify and yeah, you're doing the free version. <laughs> it does. I'm re-listening to Stay, Stay, Stay because I forgot how it sounded, and you are a hundred percent right that it sounds literally like someone's gonna be like, "Hi, I'm from a Honda Civic. <laughs> I live here. I live in this car. <laughs> like, please let me out." I paid for ad time. Let me, like, please unlock this car. <laughs> After I said I'm from Honda Civic, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> it's very cutesy. Whenever I hear that song, though, my thought is just that her the bar for her is on the floor in that song. She's like, all the times you didn't leave, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> it's like, no, okay, literally. Taylor, and raise also, those standards just I, a little bit. Right. If, if my partner uh, came in after we argued, like <laughs> shortly after wearing a football helmet, I would actually get more mad. Oh god! I'd be like, I'd be like what the fuck? I, that's what <laughs> I would do. Yeah. I'd be so mad about that. Yeah. Like she she frames it as charming, but I'd be like, wait, do you think I'm gonna hurt you? Now I am yeah. gonna hurt you. Like not now really. I am not really. mad at you. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. she also says, no one else is gonna love me when I get mad, 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 and it's like Taylor. Oh, that's so sad. Someone will. Yeah. It's Joe Alwyn. <laughs> okay, so oh, sad, sad, sad. <laughs> right. I just think I, I think it's a very um, naive look at relate. Like, I'm like, maybe if you guys are finding this much and always having to convince yourself to stay, stay, stay. Maybe you should go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, time to break, 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 break. I, I do like uh, it's mis yeah. miserable and magical yeah. at the same time. That's a really smart encapsulation of that age. Um, that's a great encapsulation of all too well. Yeah, and it's all miserable <laughs> and magical. It's like kind of like kind of living vicariously uh, through that. Like, because I wish I was like kind of that more. I wish I was that brave and kind of just like a little more reckless when I was younger. And now I'm older and I'm, I'm like I can't do any of that stuff. Right. Like, it's, oh well, I I just watched uh, Tick Tick Boom on Netflix that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, my favorite thing is to directed, hate Lin Manuel directed Miranda. Who <laughs> shows up in the movie speaking Spanish as like a cook in a in in the like restaurant in the movie, and I was like, of course you had to fucking put yourself right. in this movie, Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda. I was so annoyed. Anyways, I, good. I watched yeah. it, and one of the songs is about uh, like Andrew Garfield's character sings about how he's turning thirty, and he feels like he's like worried because he's not like an ingenue anymore, and like has he wasted his youth you know and, and he says a line at a certain point you don't become a musical like a musical writer who is a waiter on the side you become a waiter with a hobby you know what mm. i mean and um i think like that fear of aging can be really like hard to see and this is like more of like a celebration of like i'm getting older i'm like becoming a more realized person of myself yeah like yeah. that's what 22 kind of feels like it's like okay let's let's step forward any other straight observations any other like kind of things you want to get across uh it's so long it's really really it's hard like to listen to all film. at once like I, i'm sorry it's like i know that that's I don't, like, like yeah i don't listen to it all the way through like i yeah, like all yeah. the songs but i cannot do it all at once so mm -hmm. absolutely 
Yeah, right. I'm not going to read this Tr- novel. Longer than like a regular <laughs> film, yeah. yeah. But if a movie is this long, I come out of the movie going too long. You know what I mean? Like, But it's not, once again, it's like her like recreating two, three albums, basically. Um, right, and one. right. So it's like, I don't think people are meant to like sit down and go. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, kind of just like. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> it is what I do, to be fair. Yeah. But I'm mostly in preparation for this. So I would have things <laughs> <Yeah>. to say. <laughs> I don't know if I would have otherwise. Allison, right. do you have any other like stray observations you want to get out on the album? Um, One thing I really like about it is that. She, and this is something Taylor talks about a lot in that all too well for her, it was never promoted as like a single. It was never like the star of the album from like a marketing perspective, but then the fans made it the star of the album. And so mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. re-release, she didn't release any singles and then just released the album and then made a short film for all too well. So for her, she was like, okay, mm-hmm. now I am going to put all too well. Like I am going to make it the star of the album. I am going to give it its moment mm-hmm. that it deserves. And I really love that. And I think the short film is amazing and cried watching it. Absolutely sobbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, oh, the, the fight, the fight scene is like really like, power. Yeah, it's like crazy. It's, it's like kind of like, I think that's her. Like, I would like to see just like a feature from her, like just like whip no Taylor cameo at the end or whatever. I think that'll be yeah. really because she she works well with the actors. She gets a good performance. It looks good. Like and I, she's great at acting. You know, like in movies like Valentine's Day, <laughs> <laughs> The Lawrence, <laughs> and, and <Lewis. laughs> I, I I have I want a truffle oh, a tree or whatever. <laughs> I was just going to say she clearly has a vision. Because, like, like, nowadays she's kind of closer to a novelist or a film director where she's kind of like, I'm going to take complete control of this narrative, basically. I think that's really cool. Um, can I say the the naming of All Too Well 10-Minute Version is a little bit off-putting? And oh, yeah. that's, like, why people joked about it. I think I would like, like, All Too Well Extended Version. Or like oh, sure. all two times five equals right. minutes <laughs> version all even, two more even weller or something, you know. All even yeah, weller. Yeah. Taylor's <laughs> version from the vault. Yeah. All yeah. All yeah. Ten minute version parentheses. You'll like it. You'll like it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually good, I promise. I just think ten minute version is like it's Calls like shot. Yeah. make it, it yeah, it's like you wanna get clowned on. Like <laughs> I don't know, like we were talking about Charlie XCX's new song, New Shapes, which I think should be called I ain't got it uh, or ain't got it. Yeah, sure. Go but I it. texted Sean and Andrew and I was like, did she not not name it? Ain't got it. So she can like not get roasted on the internet if it's bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I said I roasted right. her by saying sorry, more like old shapes. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's not as good. <laughs> that's true. Like, <laughs> just like just I think that's like I think that was like what she was intending. Like, ah, what are they gonna, what are they gonna say? Old shapes? Really got like, her <laughs> in a text thread. <laughs> uh, let's get to let's get to final thoughts and ratings. Uh the way this works is uh we'll rate this album out of ten with a fun metric at the end. So uh Allison, we hear, we want to hear from okay. you first. So overall, really liked it. It's made Red one of my favorite albums. So I am going to give it, um, let's see. I have a whole list of potential rating system ideas that I can use. You should do them all. <laughs> all like of them? Taylor did with this album. Did yeah, I? honestly, yeah. please. Okay, so yeah, please, 10 yeah. new Maseratis out of 10. <laughs> uh, 10 crumpled old pieces of paper on the ground out of 10. Uh-huh. <laughs> 10 fuck the patriarchy keychains out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10 never needy, ever lovely jewels out of 10. Wow. Um, <laughs> 10 bobbies on the boardwalk out of 10 
Oh. <laughs> 10 depressing 21st birthday parties out of 10. <laughs> 10 organic mm-hmm. shoes sure. out of 10. And then 10 Polaroid pictures out of 10. 10 written ratings out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and a partridge I... in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, uh, <laughs> I might have best to just move on. Um, like, um, by the way, that birthday song is pretty good. Um, the moment, moment you knew. That's a good song. Happy birthday, Taylor's version. I mean, it's a classic. Right. That's endured for so long. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, now that it's rights free, I will record it. <laughs> this is mine now. It's always in her vision to sing "Happy Birthday" on this album. <laughs> I, I, I do like that song in terms of just like. Um, it's not that big of a deal, like truly at the end of the day, but I like the idea of just that's the final straw that broke like that. Like, uh, yeah, I think that's awesome. Uh, uh, Sean, we want to hear from you. Uh, um, sure. I, I did like this more than I thought I would. Um, there you go. I think, I think the, like the track listings are like, I don't, there's some songs I feel like some of the tracks don't flow very well together. Um, I don't really mess with the pop songs on this. Um, solely just because like it's just not the style of taylor i like um i really like her early stuff the more country stuff and then i really like the more folksy stuff um like the like the singles from this record are fine like i don't not like them i just don't seek them out i guess um but overall i think it's i like i said this all too well 10 minute version like really won me over as far as like oh i do like taylor swift um so i applaud her on that but I will give it, uh, I'll give it seven and a half what out of ten. <laughs> seven and a half, wow. Um, so I like this album a lot. I think it's like maybe top two, top three Taylors for me. Uh, this is the first time I've listened to it all the way through as well. Like I never listened to, the, uh, oh, maybe I did, but like very long time ago to the point I don't remember it. Um, so the initial ten, initial sixteen songs, pretty good. I like those a lot, but I love the extra dimensionality is that's added with the new tracks and like the kind of rewriting of some songs and stuff like that. Really, just like showcasing showcasing what a lovely, great artist she is. Like, um, like, like at this point, she's like in this new stratosphere of like artistry that's really exciting to see. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what new you know, non re-release album she'll do now. I'm excited to see what, what she'll do with that. And I like, mm. so I like this album mm-hmm. a lot. It's really strong. I'll listen. I think this, like I've cried a few times listening to it. I thought it was really beautiful. Um, I'll, I'll, some of these songs just really blew me away. And it's also like, I definitely want to like whittle the track list a little bit, just like to have like a really full experience, but it's definitely going to be more than an hour. So I like that a lot. So I'm going to give this uh, 9.5 indie records that are much cooler than mine. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Or or 9.5 re-takes of the <laughs> so fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's funny. I so I uh, we Andrew and I have talked a lot, especially in our group text, about how we consume music, right? And I am. It's very hard for music to emotionally affect me in a sad way. Mm. Um, I have to be in a very specific mood. Like people were, you know, the new Adele album just came out. Sorry, that's a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of when we're recording this. But uh, everyone is like, oh, my God, it's so sad. I was crying. I was crying. 
I do not cry when I listen to music. Like, I just don't. And so that makes a lot of her new songs, which, like, hit people hard. Like, it just doesn't make me cry. Like, I, I take in the emotion, but I'm not going to, like, weep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so that being said, it's harder for me to emotionally connect maybe with some of Taylor's music in the way that maybe Andrew is or, you know, you are, Allison. So, um, and I've, I've, I really like the pop songs on this original album. So, you know, on the re-listen, I was hoping they'd be just as good. You know, mm-hmm. but they they let me down a little bit. Uh, some of the songs which I have always liked, like Starlight, I still really like. Like Starlight, I think is even better on this than it used to be. Mm-hmm. So, for that, I you know applaud Taylor. I think it's 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 a little long. Even some of the extra tracks, like uh, some of them didn't have to be on it. Like I like most of them, but it's just long. Yeah, I I I, I appreciate more content. So, in all that being said, I like it, but. Uh, for me that that takes away a little bit of like this as a whole project yeah yeah um and because of that i'm gonna give this album eight uh gaslighting football helmets that i wear when i get in arguments with my significant <laughs> other out of ten <laughs> yeah 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 that makes sense um so let's get through a final uh no we did that uh so let's uh do our uh, playlist picks uh, the I've been meaning to listen, which I need to update. I need to put, actually put it on this playlist. I haven't done yeah, it in a while. Well, it's it's a daunting task because I have to like re-listen to those episodes to make sure I get the order right. Um, Aren't they on our description? I know, but like, there's the sometimes they're not in the right order. <laughs> like, um, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Um, but, like, let's uh, let's put some songs on the playlist. Uh, who would like to go first? The one that I'm gonna say is by Maisie Peters. It's her song mm. "Boy." And fun fact about Maisie Peters, she was recently signed to Ed Sheeran's record label and he helped write this song. So that's like the connection to this album. Um, and she's a big Taylor Swift fan as well. But it's just wow. a fun song. It's um, the thing oh, I like fun. about it <laughs> is that originally it was called Fuckboy, but then she realized that when she took out the fuck part of it, it was just like a beat and then boy and that made it way more catchy so it just makes it like it makes the hook of the song way more interesting than if she just said it straight up so <laughs> that's, that's my fun. pick uh my pick this week is mean by taylor swift i was really like speak now was the one like growing up i guess was the one taylor swift album i would listen to like songs from the most um because it's just like fun like twangy country music and mean is like just kind of sassy the banjo is really fun it's just a it's a fun song with a bite and i Mm -hmm. i like it so oh yeah yeah great song awesome great song yes my my pick is going to be very very topical um i think a lot about you know taylor swift and her relationship with like you know emotion and i was saying just a second ago i don't really cry when i listen to music but this this song actually on like my third listen of it made me really actually cry so and you know as we've talked about several times this artist and taylor both share an affinity for wine uh my pick is i drink wine by adele (laughs) you better believe in child I, I didn't like this album this whole album on my first listen it sounded like adele sampling adele uh to like make a new adele song uh but after our new adele album but after listening to the whole album like 
I get what she's doing now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's really struck a chord with me. And I drink wine. It's like, talks about like the cynicism that comes with adulthood and not wanting that to be part of your life, which I think is kind of what red does too. Um, and, and they both kind of, you know, Adele and Taylor are the same exact age. So oh, I that's, that's wild. That's really I had no idea. To think about oh my too. Gosh. Yeah. The, the, the point that like, Griffin Newman will bring up on Blank Check is that Paul Giamatti and v Vin Diesel are the same age too. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Scary. Wait, is Paul like supposed to be older in people's minds? Is yeah, that yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think Adele seems a lot older than Taylor, does. but I think as as they've both That's gone wild. on in their career, I'm being able to see Taylor in a more holistic way that I see the depth. And I'm seeing Adele in more of a holistic way where I she's not as deep as I think she is, if that makes mm. any sense. Not not in a bad way, but in yeah. like a I projected so much onto Adele where I thought 19 is just real. I'm talking too much about my pick. I'm sorry, guys. No, but if you're fine. I thought 19 was just brilliant. And then I think 30 is going to be I think 30 is just as good as 19. Mm. I think it's going to be in the pantheon with me. And I drink wine and to be loved. You know what? I'm going to also pick to be loved by Adele. Yeah. Click. Build a house for love to grow. Uh, both these songs just they they they're they're all time greats for Adele, and I'm uh I'm 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 excited to keep listening to them and cry, and I hope I never go through a divorce, so I can't relate too deeply to these. So yeah, okay, so my two picks. Uh, it, it's mainly for the second pick, although I love the first song a lot. Um, so the first song is the the void by Kid Cudi. Click. So this song's really beautiful. Like uh, it's like kind of him coming out of the this like depressive suicidal like void he was in, and just like really coming out triumphant and stuff like that a really gorgeous song like really entrancing and then the next song is uh yeah loving me uh by phoebe bridges and kid cuddy they collaborate together uh click I've been going, going circles. so this song is really gorgeous um they sound so divine together like they sound really gorgeous together especially like kid cuddy's lower register with like it's just like it's kind of like the same like message of like kind of like Phoebe working with one of one of her idols, like working with one of her heroes and stuff like that, or, or someone who's influenced her in a really great way. I love it. I, it's like uh, they. I think at one point Phoebe Bridgers just like tweeted at Kid Cudi like "Hum with me," and then they like recorded a song together. <laughs> it's like that's really. I think that's really cute. So I love the song. So yeah. So like Allison, this is yeah. wonderful. This is a wonderful episode. Mm -hmm. This so was fun. great. Yeah. Thank you for uh, having me on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah. for coming. Is there anything you want to plug, Allison? Um, I guess my Instagram. You can follow me there. It's really the only social media I have because I have Twitter, but it's pretty much exclusively to look at Michael's retweets. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> mine too. Mine too. Yeah. And Andrew. Um, but yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Allison Mink. It's just my name. A-L-I-S-O-N-M-I-N-K. People spell it with two L's sometimes, so I feel like I have to spell yeah. it out every time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allison. 
Oh, sorry. No, speaking of my Twitter, I had one of my coworkers who I'm good friends with. She screenshotted a tweet that I liked and was like, what does this mean? And it was a big bird. It was right after big bird had the vaccine vaccine. tweet. And it said the the tweet was, and I'm on prep too. And she was like, (laughs) what does this mean? (laughs) I was was like, we can't talk about this. This is not the time or the place (laughs) for that conversation. Uh, That's amazing. So. I don't think I retweeted it. She just like, you know, I can see you people's just like likes. See people's likes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my Which god, is I, like, I don't even think about yeah. that. I hate that feature. Don't. It's so exposing. I liked one thirst trap and got roasted by it by one of my friends. Okay. <laughs> Sorry that I like to see a hot shirtless guy. And what? And I, what? Followed, <laughs> I follow Tyler Oakley on Twitter and he is always liking thirst traps. So they're all up in my feed. <laughs> like, dude, You're like, I've seen wow, all okay, of these. Man, I, Yet another shirtless gay man. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> One of the first like signs of like Army Hammer being like a real creep was him like just liking pictures of like people tied up and stuff with ropes. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, that's, no. I'm like, no. Yeah. Right. Army two hammer. <laughs> like, Army two hammer. <laughs> Army hammer when he reads the news. Army two hammer. <laughs> Army two brute hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to finish. We need to wrap this m- mother up. Wow. Uh, who, uh, plugs, 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 plugs. Okay, you can follow me at Limit Talk. You can follow Shauna at Diabetic Twink. Uh. You can follow Andrew at, at Andrew A. Lee. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Allison. This has been a great time. And we will conclude it with a final sentiment from you. Okay, so I have one. I want us all to say it at the same time. Okay, so <laughs> oh, right yeah, in the yeah. chat, right in the chat. Well, it's we Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Three, two. Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. I don't know the term. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Yay. Click.